You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So 137 of McChesney Unchained at thednvr.com. Make sure you get down to DNVR Bar and Studio off Colfax and uh, support all the local Colorado teams and obviously support DNVR. That's a pretty incredible place down there. And what they do is unmatched in the state. I'm damn proud to be part of uh, that DNVR family. So make sure you get down to thednvr.com. Go down, check out the website, and check out the Bond Studio. Uh, I'm your host, Matt McChesney, as always. This is episode 137 of McChesney Unchained, and it's a somber episode, to say the least. Um, we were going to do a college football episode today about, you know, the, the playoff and so much more and have uh, the great Kenny Bell on, who played at Fairview. Uh, and then was a Nebraska Cornhuster and now works for the Big Ten Network. Uh, we're going to push that to Monday or Tuesday of next week. We'll have him on then. Uh, but today's going to be pretty Bronco heavy uh, and honoring uh, the late and uh, great uh, Demarius Thomas and all that he did uh, passing away at the age of 33, which is absolutely unbelievable. But let's take care of some business here first. Uh, on McChesney Unchained on dnvr.com and talk to you about our good friends at DraftKings. And football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed high-scoring NFL game uh, like we had on Thursday night between the Steelers and the Vikings. Uh, with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored uh, this upcoming Sunday. So new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with the new same-game parlays. Uh, last night in the Viking-Pittsburgh uh, game, I actually hit uh, Cook to score two touchdowns, Najee Harris to score two touchdowns, and Minnesota to win. So that was a nice little payoff there on the parlay. Uh, you can combine multiple bets with the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And we roll here on episode 137 of McChesney on And like I said, this is a somber episode. Uh, unfortunately, we've got to talk about the death of a very prominent and very popular uh, Bronco uh, that, that did just about everything you can do uh, in the city of Denver to adhere himself to the Bronco faithful. Um, I was only with the Broncos for a small time when Demarius was a rookie. Uh, he was drafted the year that I retired. Uh, so I did not know Demarius that well, with the exception of meeting him a couple of times. But after talking to so many of my ex-teammates and Ryan Harris and Columbus and so many other guys, 
Um, this is a very hard subject uh, to discuss, no doubt. And unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, in the arena that so many of us are in here, uh, ex-NFL players, um, you know, it, I personally think it is, and look, I'm not trying to complain. No one's sitting here saying that NFL guys don't make money and don't have fame and notoriety. And I know that people get tired of hearing like, you know, when you're done with football, how hard it is to, to get into the real world and to be able to, you know, go out and function like a, a normal adult after you've been, you know, running into people for 20 plus years for a living. So I know that Demarius at 33 years old, he, he had his struggles uh, post-career from a physical standpoint with his body, with his seizures and what, what Columbus said uh, when I was talking to him were like many strokes is what he said, but whether it's, you know, when, whenever the corner comes back with whatever did really happen to a 33 year old ex NFL football player, this uh, conversation happens a lot and it doesn't just happen with ex-professional athletes it happens with people everywhere i mean this is unfortunate that you know people pass before their time but it is life unfortunately and in my 40 years uh, i buried two brothers and countless teammates and you know my grandpa my dad and, and so many others so i don't really i'm not sitting here saying i'm an expert at how to deal with this but it's something that i've had to deal with several several times i've been to three times more funerals than i have weddings um and unfortunately you know it, it's really made me sit back and evaluate my life and decisions and things of that nature but when you're looking at a 33 year old ex-nfl player who's as who's just a cut out of granite in demarius thomas for him to have health issues that would lead to him you know being found in his shower uh, passed for as many hours as it took to find him. It, there's, I hate to say this, but I, I almost like, I'm not saying that foul play is happening or isn't happening, but man, to die at 33 from natural causes uh, or from a stroke or a seizure or whatever, that, that is about as rough as it gets. So I'm, I'm eager uh, not eager, but I'm interested in what the coroner's report says when they come back with the toxicology and everything else. I'm not trying to insinuate that anything did happen. But when you look back at the long line of players that have passed before their time and passed young from Vincent Jackson almost a year ago, you know, uh, dying from liver failure to Geno Hayes, just the linebacker just passed away. Uh, in April of this of 2021 at 33 and you know for just teammates and and players that uh, guys that I played with back in the day and 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 alumnus up at CU from Rashawn Salam to Drew Walrus to Ryan Johannemeyer to I mean the, the list goes on and I can't sit here and think about everybody that that has gone so Matt one thing here producer Adam pop chiming in here uh, yep. I had seen some reports that he had been suffering from seizures from a, a car accident he had in 2019. So oh. this might be car accident related. Um, apparently this is a thing that he had been dealing with for a while. 
And thank you, Adam, for that. And this, look, this is when, when you do retire and you're out of sight, out of mind. One thing that freaks me out as an ex-player um, is I'm alone all the time. I'm divorced and my kids don't live with me anymore. And, you know, Vincent Jackson a year ago was found alone and Demarius Thomas is found alone. And it just, it, this is not the first time it's happened and it damn sure won't be the last, but it, it's trying to deal with post-career. And then on top of that, playing football for as long as DT did, and then having the repercussions of a horrible car crash that led to some of these seizures and some of the problems he was having. I'd imagine, I'd imagine, I'm not saying, I'm not speculating, but I'd imagine that if he was in a terrible car crash that helped, that hurt him, that he was on some kind of medication from a doctor at some point. So sometimes the things that you think are helping you aren't, they're hurting you. This is something I had to deal with for a long time after fusion surgery. Uh, and then, you know, with painkillers and, and everything else that's wrapped up in, in thinking that you're helping yourself when you're not. Um, so I'm really praying that it, it, it was natural and, that it just happened out of a, a, a bad car crash and it was just bad luck. It was just his time. Um, let's get off of the fact that he's gone and talk about the man because all, all I've heard all morning and I made a point to drive around this morning, even in the snow uh, and listen to a variety of different people talk about Demarius. I got on the phone and made a point to make some phone calls because I, I did not know the man the way that some did. Uh, but all I can gather is how awesome the of a man he was and the story of Demarius, you know, having to having to fend for his sisters at 11 years old and, you know, go out and then picking, you know, corn and sweet peas and everything else in Georgia to make money when he was just, a, you know, having gone through puberty yet. He's just a runt out there, you know, providing for his own family and all the trials and tribulations that he had to go through to get to where he was. There was more, more for Demarius to write and to leave the, you know, to leave the, the, the earth at 33 years old and leave, you know, people that loved him and adored him at 33 is just as heart, heartbreaking as it gets. There's nothing worse than, than uh, the tragedy of someone dying before their time, whether they're an athlete or not. I know it happens every day. So all I can gather here is how incredible of a man he was. And he's an incredible player, no doubt. You know, we, everybody remembers the touchdowns and the time of Peyton Manning and the, the unbelievable catch and run to beat the Steelers from Tebow and everything he meant to this franchise. And, you know, it, for everything that Josh McDaniels did do wrong, uh, drafting Demarius Thomas was not one of those things. Um, so, I tip the cap to uh, to DT for everything he accomplishes as a player, and it's just a, a bad day uh, in, in Broncos country today and really in the NFL. Whenever you have to turn on the TV and hear about a guy, you know, passing before his time that at one point was, you know, at, as much of an alpha as you can ask for. A, a, a huge receiver that's kind of out of granite that can run a 4-3 that looks indestructible. We're not. There's no indestructible man. There's no indestructible woman. Everybody out there, you know, is bleeding red and shitting brown, and everybody's dealing with something that you don't know about. And uh, 
it, it, it really puts things in perspective to say the least. So it's the last thing that I expected to see this morning when I woke up. Um, and it's the topic of conversation. I mean, it, it, I was down to six zero earlier today and I was meeting with coach Bright UCLA and coach best, the new old line coach at Colorado state stopped by and coach Max from Jamestown stepped in and you know, the, the three and a half hours I spent with those men and they're going over recruits and whatnot. Everyone at we, all three of the coaches and I had at least a 15 minute conversation about Demarius Thomas and ex players and guys in college and the NFL and how many friends they've had that's passed and the inability for football players to say, I need help. And it's something I struggle with immensely. Um, and I understand why people don't ask because I, for one, I think people care just enough to say they care. And then after that, a lot of this, I need help, please help me stuff is looked at as victim mentality these days. And, uh, and, and people clown on it. It's unbelievable to me. So that forces people to shield themselves even more. So let's say that Demarius was struggling after a car wreck, like, like Adam just came on and said, which I believe one wholeheartedly un, un, unequivocally believe he was dealing with seizures and strokes. And, you know, he, he's 33 years old. He had a bad car crash that brought this on. I would almost guarantee that that man, if he was having a bad day, was not going to call the doctor and not going to call his family and say, look, I need help. I don't know what's going on. Even if he's concerned about it, he'd be more, what Palamas was saying is he was more apt to tell his ex-teammates, guys on the phone, what was going on, but he would keep it to himself when it came to his family and his friends because he doesn't want to be a burden. And that's essentially how I feel all the time. And I know it's how a lot of other guys that played this game feel constantly, that no one wants to hear anything about a problem Everybody just wants a solution. Shut the fuck up and move forward. And look, as a coach and as a, a, a guy who works with a lot of players that are going right down this road, um, and the, look, all the benefits that come with playing football too, they're going down that road as well, but there's also a lot of pitfalls. It, the, the more that we, you know, talk about mental health and depression and, the way your body feels and the way you react after an accident or the way you react after something happens to you, like it did to Demarius, it could be, you know, the, the way you handle these situations could be the difference between living to 70 and living to 33 or 22 or 25, or, you know, some of the other horror stories with ex players uh, dying before their time. So, I, uh, I encourage everybody, and, you know, I've got to talk to myself about this too, to put down the ego and ask for help if you need it, uh, even if it's something terrible. And if you need help overcoming drug addiction or alcoholism or anger or depression, you've got to ask for help, but you've got to want to get better. If you're coming off of uh, an 11, 12 year NFL career and you made a ton of money and then you had a massive car accident that brought this on and brought on these problems. 
you can't act like they're not happening. If there's problems, you've got to ask for help. If you don't think you have any issues uh, and, and you're in a, in a good headspace and everything in your life is great, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. Help somebody that's not. And it, it, it's, it's a lot. It, it goes, it cuts me deep every time somebody passes like this, how much you hear about how much everybody loved them and how much they cared. Well, did you care enough to pick up the phone and see how they're doing? Did you care enough to tell them that you loved them? Or was it just a, an opportunity to post? So I, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty heartbroken about this. And I didn't even really know the man that well. But I know the story. And I know what it's like to be alone and isolated uh, when you're struggling, whether it's physically, mentally, brought on by yourself or not um alone is alone and i'm not going to sit here and act like it's not my biggest fear on this earth so you know demarius passing at 33 years old uh, and the circumstances that surround it it is what it is whatever comes back comes back the bottom line is he's gone before his time there's a lot of people that cared about this man that you know, it's different. It's bigger than just football memories and, you know, him handing out turkeys at Thanksgiving. He's not an action figure. He's a dude that just happened to be really good at football. So, again, I'm going to reiterate this assumption that everybody's just big and strong and tough and can handle it. Shit, it's wrong. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a business owner, if you're a CEO, if you're a professional, you know, 10-time pro bowler or you're a guy that's been cut 10 times and you're just trying to hang on everybody's dealing with some shit you don't know about and it's bigger than fucking posting on instagram and twitter some meme about oh you know people care and shit you actually have to affect people and show them that you give a shit and be there for them at their time of need not abandon them when they make mistakes, which is the way of the world these days. Somebody makes a mistake, the other person kicks rocks, and that other person is alone with their mistake. And then people are just supposed to fucking pull out of that? I mean, come on, man. So I, uh, I'm very eager to see what happened here from the coroner report, but I mean, the fact that we can even have to say Demarius Thomas and coroner report in the same fucking sentence is disgusting to me and i'm uh i'm really taken back on you know the, just the circumstance so i i really feel terrible for his friends and his family that that you know probably didn't realize how bad things were for demarius at this point um and i i hope that it I hope that this negativity and everything that's happening right now uh, and what we're talking about, you know, and how much I heard from Nate Jackson and Chad Brown and Columbus and Ryan Harris and all these other guys that I know we all played together, you know, everybody overlapped in some way, shape or form. Uh, everybody says the same thing that, you know, this kind of stuff has got to stop and it's heartbreaking and, don't hesitate to pick up the phone if you and tell somebody you love them if you do because it can be over before you know it and 
unfortunately, I know quite a bit about that, as I'm sure so many of you do. So, um, yeah, I, obviously, I always thought Demarius would be a ring of famer. They might as well just fucking do it Sunday. I mean, Sunday is going to be Demarius Thomas Day. It's going to be super emotional. Uh, even the players that don't know him there. I mean, I don't know how you can. I'm getting joked up talking about it. I don't know how you can be on that field Sunday when they honor that man and uh, not break down. And if you do, if you, if you can figure out a way to just go business as usual down at Dove Valley or UC Health, whatever they call it these days, if you can figure out a way to just do business as normal and this doesn't affect you regardless if you were friends with them or not or who's your boy or not, you know, especially as an ex-Bronco and wearing the same uniform, it, it's it's as bad as it gets, in my opinion. So Sunday is Demarius Thomas Day uh, at Empower Field, and I would hope and pray that the team comes out and plays their absolute balls off for 88 um, and leaves it all in the field and, uh, and honors him through that. But I'd imagine it's going to be extremely emotional, and I can only imagine how uh, how hard it's hitting the Bronco family down at UC Health. You know, it just, just doesn't get any worse than this. So, um, as far as the Lions go, I mean, let's be real here. The Broncos have five games in front of them right now. Uh, I think they're all winnable. But then again, after watching that monstrosity on Sunday night from an offensive and a special teams perspective, I don't know if I've ever seen the special teams as bad as they are right now. Um, I, I have no faith that this defense will be supported in any way. And the, that defense balled out Sunday night, and you would think that the offense could figure out a way to muster, you know, points off a 20-play drive and line up correctly and finish every now and then, and they just can't. You know, they gave extensions to Sutton and to Tim Patrick, paying them over, you know, $25 million annually together, and they had three catches combined for like 36 yards. It's not going to get it done. I understand that Kansas City is a very intimidating place to go play, and they've lost to them now 12 times in a row. But, but uh, you're professionals, and you need to act accordingly. Um, Detroit, on the other hand, walking in Sunday and in power is a dog shit team with a lot of heart. They're just not any good. That said, they've taken a ton of teams to the brink. So if you don't take them seriously and you don't, show up they have the ability to beat you they're pros too swift their running back is a stud uh dan campbell is no holds barred doing anything and everything humanly possible to win football games and be competitive which i dig um i understand that people love mocking him and making fun of him but if they turn detroit around and all of a sudden they're a playoff team in a year or two everybody's going to be trying to mimic dan campbell's uh, philosophy and teaching and coaching style instead of making fun of it. Um, I, I think that they have a lot of really young, talented players on their team, but then they're stuck with Jared Goff as the quarterback. Hawkenstein, their outstanding tight end from Iowa, tight end you. 
uh, probably not going to play on Sunday, and he leads their team in targets and catches and touchdowns. So everything's lining up for Denver to go out and mop up Detroit. But, again, we've seen Denver play to their competition level or below it in pretty much every game this year, with the exception of maybe the Jets where they shut them out uh, in the home opener. So I would like to think that this is a, a game that takes them to seven and six and then sets up the next four weeks with four teams that are trying to get in the playoffs. Go beat Cincinnati. That's a playoff game. Go beat the Chargers again. That's a playoff game. Go beat the Raiders and knock them out of the playoff contention. And then the, you got Kansas City at home with the last game of the season where they're probably not going to be able to rest all their guys like they've been able to do in the past. They're going to have to walk into in power here and play in the cold in, you know, at a mile high for playoff spot. And that could be for the division if Denver figures out a way to win the rest of these games. If Kansas City, Kansas City has to play the Browns next Saturday, uh, they they seem like they figured everything out to this point. That said, you know they they've got some warts too with eight with eight wins and four losses. So everything is attainable for Denver. It's right there. Um, I, you know, I would hope that this entire situation with Demarius would motivate them to go play even harder and to you know maximize each day and each moment. That's got to be what they're talking about down there. You know, the the outstanding white receiver coach, Coach Asani, uh, coached Demarius and is very close to them, and I know he's still there. And this has got to be just absolutely destroying him. So this is uh, this is as bad as it gets, and uh, I hope that the Denver Broncos can figure out a way this weekend to overcome and play for their play for one of their greats. Uh, Demarius Thomas, number 88. And honestly, I think it would be really, really, really classy, super classy of the Denver Broncos this weekend to retire Demarius's number at the game and, and make it very special. And to act like they can't do that is some horseshit. They're the, they're the Denver fucking Broncos. If they want to put Demarius Thomas, 88, on the stadium, it can get done in about a day. So... I think that that would be really classy of them to do. I know they're going to do video tributes and things of that nature, but the more you can honor that man uh, on Sunday, the better. Uh, and I can only imagine that everybody that does own an 88 jersey will be donning it uh, Sunday at Empower. So Broncos country, they need you down at Dove Valley bad. Get down there and support your team. Uh, and, you know, look, man, everybody should be heard about this. If you knew the man or not, if you were a fan or you weren't, um, just understand that some of your problems, you can't take them with you. All the money you have, you can't take it with you. Your car, your house, your watch, you can't take any of that shit. That's why it doesn't mean anything. It's just nice. It's nice to have. It doesn't make you who you are. What you do doesn't make you who you are. It's just something it did. So as a as a 40-year-old man who has buried a 22-year-old brother and a 19-year-old brother and countless friends that I played with and guys who I considered family, uh, nowhere on their headstone does it say how much money they had in the bank or any of that. But everybody talks about what they did for 
people they knew, people in the community, the way that they treated people, so on and so forth. So don't be afraid to pick up the phone, tell somebody you love them. Don't be afraid to check on somebody that you think might be struggling. And uh, don't sit around and act like you know what people are going through. You know, it's a very vindictive and, you know, hypocritical society we live in, in my opinion, where there are no problems unless they're your problems. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And it's, it's really hard to open up if you are struggling. But if you don't, and you, you just close it all in, eventually it's going to overwhelm you. So uh, that's all I really have to say today on McChesney Unchained 137. Next week, we'll have Kenny Bell on to talk about college football in the playoff and how Nebraska doesn't have a rival and they're sitting in football purgatory and Colorado doesn't have a rival and they're sitting in football purgatory and how, how the University of Nebraska pulls a kid from Fairview. They're pulling another one this year in Grant Page uh, out of Boulder to go to Lincoln, things of that nature. And hopefully have a little bit more fun on the show instead of talking about you know, what we're talking about today. So, um, rest in peace to Demarius Thomas and uh, be eager to see what they do for him here on Sunday. So, um, to end the show here, just, you know, let this run for 10 seconds, Adam, and have a little moment of silence for Demarius and just think about your family and your loved ones and yourself and try to match everything with a little bit of kindness and, you know, understanding that people go through a lot of shit you don't know about. So, 10 seconds for DT. Um, thank you for all you did, 88. And that's a wrap, folks. Episode 137 is in the book. Go to dmvr.com for all the content at 60 Academy uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And then, of course, follow the show at DMVR on Chain uh, on Twitter. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. Thank you to Adam for. Uh, everything he did today and then chiming in and let me know what's going on. Uh, and we will be back next week to talk to Kenny Bell, uh, ex-Husker great and Big Ten Network uh, analyst about college football to play off and so much more. So go Broncos and uh, rest in peace, Marys.